Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Today is the 16th of May, 2021. Been a pretty good weekend here. Beautiful weekend, you know. As I shared with you the other day, the big current event is that we've got uh, <clears throat> big current event is that we had the mask uh, removal authorization from the CDC on Thursday. Right? So, or yeah, Thursday afternoon that came in. So I told you what went down Friday. Things went rather well. Uh, I put together a um, a notice, you know, something that has substance, something that has credibility, uh, that addresses both freedom and safety. You know, there's a lot of folks who have been um, very anxious anxious that they have to wear masks and anxious that um, that there's a fucking viral pandemic afoot and all that stuff that we all should be aware of, right? What's going on in other places throughout the world. I saw a, a cool infographic the other day that it had, uh, you know, it's been a flip-flop. So, a while back, the Western world, United States, Britain, Europe, our levels were spiked. We had the worst infection of the world across, and now um, our infection rate has gone down, and it's gone down precipitously when we adopted the vaccines, got them implemented. You know, so that is, as I stated a few podcasts ago, scientists describe the the numbers declining at this juncture. It's something that we could bank on, you know. It's, uh, It's not about behaviors, changing behaviors, staying home, you know, not going out to eat, uh, wearing masks, social distancing, all that stuff. This has been about an inoculation, you know, a scientific remedy, a medicine, a pharmaceutical that was generated by multiple sources. I mean, I don't know how many vaccines there are the world across, but, you know, we all know that there's different companies producing them. Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, Merck, you know, is even working on a, some sort of, um, it's not a vaccine, but it's, a, it's a, a medicine, something that would at least negate the symptoms and give you a boost. Anyway, so the majority of people that I uh, know and who were listening to this podcast have been vaccinated. You know, it's been like, the biggest uh, topic the, with which to discuss and share with people. You know, people want 
others to know that, you know, I got my vaccine, oh, I couldn't get in, and now I got an appointment, and I got it, and I felt uh, shitty after the second injection, or whatever, you know, it's been, it's been a thing, so now the thing is that these vaccines are apparently, uh, less than 50% of the population has received one, and we were shooting for 70%. And they said it's no real magic number, but the more people we can get vaccinated, the less um, likelihood likelihood decreases that this critter can find a home. You know, bounces off you. I even explained to my kids, and I think I mentioned the other day, it's like a um, it's like a suit of armor. my analogy anyway so if you have the vaccine if you've been vaccinated you have some protection it is believed that it could be in the 90 percent range so 90 percent protected 97 percent protected they specifically read that Pfizer and Moderna Uh, Their double whammy uh, offers a powerful effect, an especially powerful effect, so that it protects you. So it'd be like going into battle with some kind of protection, a chainmail suit, a um, body armor plate inside your web gear, A suit of armor of some kind, some sort of protection, a force field. Yeah. So anyway, my wife and daughter are down there in Disney. Lily had a great competition. Team performed very well. They made a, they their score was ninety seven. Uh, they still didn't make it to the finals. Stiff competition down there, but she was able to go and and showcase her skills and that of the team. And they had a great time. And they've been to every every park in the entire. Um, you know, Disney complex. And as of 10 o'clock last night, they were ready to fucking come home. You know what I mean? Um, they had a great time. and But it, it's interesting because they're down there in Disney. I might have mentioned this the other day, uh, my last podcast, that these large companies like Disney, Walmart, etc. Now they're uh, Target, I believe. They have issued unmasking authorizations. And so all these people down in Disney, uh, especially those from the South, right? They don't give a fuck, stereotypically. Um, Disney, you know, in the state of Florida, Disney's like a, an island unto itself in that it was requiring masks, trying to be safe, trying to make sure that it wasn't a super spreader venue, right? So... They're down there, and they they issued this, uh, Disney issued this, that they were ending the mask requirement. And so all these folks are taking their masks off and milling around and talking about it and so on and so forth. So my daughter, as I've shared, she's been pretty anxious about all this. And um, for her to be down there during all this, she's like, okay, it's time to come home. And they were just smoked, you know, walking all around, doing the rides, 
dealing with uh, the public. Public is something else, man, right? I mean, I tell you these stories that I that I experience that, you know, just in suburban Pennsylvania as a as a doctor, as a as a, a citizen of Pennsylvania. There are some absolutely crazy characters around. It's extremely entertaining. But down at Disney, holy shit, that's a game changer, right? So they had a great time. They went on all the rides. They visited all the parks. They had some nice food. Uh, they, they competed, of course. And it's something that they will never forget. But it's, it's, it's great because they had this, uh, it sounds like my daughter and wife had this epiphany that uh, this isn't a very relaxing vacation. They're going to show up, by the way, maybe midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, tomorrow morning, Monday, and then she's got to, Mandy's got to go to work in Lily's school, so it's going to be a crazy friggin' start, you know, just jumping right back into it, but listen, we got 20 days left for school, uh, until school's out, and work will be out for Mandy, and we got two week-long vacations coming up within the next couple months, so hopefully we can just hold everything together, all right? wrap up some paperwork with these refis and all this shit and just square shit away, we're doing well, we're doing our best so I'm very pleased about that today, oh uh, let me back it up, we went um, Sam, while Lily and Mandy were down in Disney Sam has had his uh, grand finale for the um, the rugby season, and so they played rugby yesterday, and uh, it was a beautiful day down there in Malvern, and this beautiful sports complex. Sam got a couple good tackles, and then he got his bell rung. He went to go tackle a guy who was, of course, rushing forward, and the guy's knee struck Sam in the head, and he got knocked out, so he was riding around the field for a couple seconds, and then didn't quite know where, you know, what happened, he didn't know what happened, he could answer all kinds of challenge questions and all that stuff, but he wasn't entirely sure what went on, so he was a little anxious, and his head hurt, but no goose egg, his head hurts a little bit now, but he's been putting an ice pack on it, and just resting up. He's been eating well. He's been otherwise doing fine, interacting, sleeping well. He's the same old self, but so that's a bummer that he couldn't finish the game. Took him out of the game, and then EMT assessed him, and I assessed him. And afterwards, we went out, had a nice meal, a place called Yard House. It was in the King of Prussia Mall. It's freaking awesome. Had a nice burger. Filled that boy up, went home, and we had a nap, and it was great. But it was a great season, as I've been saying. I love rugby. I think it's an awesome sport. It is pretty damn uh, rigorous, uh, rough. It is. Uh, I've been kind of defending it because... 
you know, football, soccer, whatever, whatever sport you can think of, the vast majority of them are actually quite, uh, not dangerous, but they're, they're very active. Uh, rugby, you know, you're, they should be wearing their helmets. They all have these kind of like material, like cotton slash poly hats, helmets that, that uh, they put on. They've got these little cells. Almost looks like a knobby tire or something that they wrap around their head and they Velcro it. And even just in the case of just knocking your head with somebody or uh, sustaining a little contusion or something, it's a good idea. You ever see like two soccer players? They go up to head the ball and they bonk their heads together. That'll fucking that'll screw your day up, man. So uh, every little bit of protection counts. And and Sam with. Uh, you know, the rest of his team, none of them want to wear helmets right now. You can do whatever you want. He could wear it, you know, he could wear it. They got to wear a mouthpiece. That's pretty much all that they have to wear. But most of them are too cool to put anything. They're worried about their hairstyles and shit. Well, Sam having had his first real injury where he needed to be assessed by the EMT or uh, an athletic trainer, guess what? He's wearing a fucking helmet. I was thinking about maybe airbrushing it so it looks like a brain or a Peter, whatever whatever he wants. Um, a light bulb. Can do any of that stuff. So So that was our that was our weekend. Then this afternoon I went out and trying to knock out these carving commissions. I've got quite a few. I've got a frog i got to do. i got a, a, a stoop bear. And I've got uh, a freaking seven foot tall carving with an owl on the top and a, an address, home address, and then a, a fox down below. That's right around the corner from the house. That's going to be friggin' a big undertaking. I have a, a fish on a stringer. One of my patients brought in a, a metal stringer that you would, if you know anything about fishing, it looks like a chain. It's got all these little loop attachments on it. You can take them through, put them through a, a fish's gill slit and kind of and, and out its mouth and. That's how you would keep the fish tethered. You put them, keep them in the, you know, attach it to the dock, but they can swim around and, and sustain life while you catch more fish. So I'm going to carve up, I guess, five or six different types of fish that he's going to, you know, I think it'll actually make it for a nice piece, and I'm looking forward to doing that. But, I mean, that's going to be, a, uh, that's going to be an undertaking. These big, this is the thing, these big jobs that I do, or not even big jobs, but the bigger jobs, they're going to require weeks of dedication. At least a couple weeks for that, that last job I told you about with the, um, the owl and the fox and the home address. Now, I'll make progress on it, but it's going to take a while. Then the goat, the um, rocky, the, uh, the mountain goat over in Hatfield, He's getting eaten by woodpeckers, so I got to go over there and try to do an edit on him and see if I can't save him. 
fucking woodpeckers and ants and shit like that are eating him up. So that's a problem. So I could basically be a full-time carver, I figure. It wouldn't be as lucrative as being, uh, you know, a doctor. I do enjoy my time outside. It's hard work. A lot of vibratory tools. I mean, it's not without its risks. But I do love being out there covered in sawdust. I see, no offense to him, but a bunch of Peters walking by doing little, you know, trying to escape from their husbands and wives, just walking around, you know, getting a little exercise in or walking their dogs or looky-looing, you know. I wonder what that asshole's doing now. Got a fucking fire burning. Got chainsaws going. Everybody else sitting in the house because it's a little overcast. Bunch of fucking pussies. No offense if you have a vagina. Um... His pussies are strong. I think we talked about that. But, uh... Okay, so that's that. That's really that. We got a big freaking uh, week ahead. What week is not, right? Uh, oh, I saw something. What the hell was this? What the hell was that? Ghost? I saw this article, and these these fucking news articles, I don't even know why I read this shit. I like to be vaguely familiar with what's going on so I can talk to people. Um, It's going to be an exciting week for sure uh, with this mask stuff, of course. There's going to be people. This is what I said, just to make it clear. I had a bunch of folks come in last week, and they're like, you know what? Um, Oh, we don't have to wear anymore, and they were just overjoyed. And then there were others who were like, eh, you know, I'm still going to wear theirs. And I don't, I'm sure everybody's thinking about it and potentially judging other people, right? And there's some that kept their mask on. And if I, if I'm with an old woman or with some new patients or with somebody who's squeamish and, and or who hasn't been vaccinated, I'm happy to put my mask on. And conversely, if there's somebody who's been vaccinated and we've been told by the fucking powers that be scientific powers that be pay grade is way higher than the rest of ours and our little opinions if they say we don't need to fucking wear a mask around other people that have been vaccinated then we should heed their advice it's the only thing we got and who knows what's going to happen next week when um whatever levels will spike because of this and they'll be like well maybe we should actually consider um just wearing a mask just you it'll be <laughs> it's going to be back and forth back and forth you know definitely get vaccinated i'm sure i'm gonna have to you know weigh into some conversations with people who think that the vaccine's a devil i did read an article uh, this morning about how there's some misinformation online there was some um it's like a butcher somewhere and he said that you know he doesn't want anybody who's vaccinated to come in the store because it uh, a lot of women come in the store to shop and it could fuck up their reproduction because something about the spike protein uh, from the vaccine can get out and shed quote unquote and then that can do something to women's fertility listen I know women's fertility is very I'm married I had two children. I know a lot of people who struggled to conceive. Uh, You're trying to conceive and you're concerned that, you know, anything, any factor 
could cause a problem with your uh, pregnancy or prevent you from getting, you know, give you something to blame infertility on, then do what you feel you need to do, you know. I don't think in the scientific community, moreover, I don't believe they don't have any evidence that suggests that this is going to cause a problem with infertility. It's fucking dumbasses who have no education on these matters and have no perspective. They're not infectious disease personnel. Now, conversely, stranger things have happened. I don't fucking know. You do what you got to do. I remember when we were pregnant, my wife wouldn't eat wet cheese. She couldn't eat wet cheese or uh, seafood because maybe there was some um, heavy metals in a, you know, like a salmon filet or something like that, tuna fish sandwich. I don't know. I don't believe any of that, really. But if you're, you know, human beings are very superstitious. What I was going to say is there was an article about uh, the masking stuff aside. This is about dead trees. They're called ghost trees. Okay, so coastal areas that are affected by rising um, salt water, uh, you know, presumably we're talking about climate change. So coastal areas, uh, forests that take on water that these tree, the, the, salt, the salt water kills um, trees and the trees, they do something with uh, release of methane. Right? The methane is going to, um, so salt water kills the trees and they, they call it Ghost tree farts are causing, uh, they're, they're, they're going to increase climate change. Ghost tree farts. I thought that the, speaking of farts, lady out there in a little roadside produce stand. Um, so look out for the ghost tree farts. It's going to be the next thing this week. Everything is like, <laughs> everything is a thing. Everything is fear. Everything is is some sort of concern. Now we have ghost tree farts. It's like, you got to be fucking kidding me, my friends. Another thing I've been, I've been mentioning, and I'll spin this off of, remember I was talking about how um, there are people uh, in, in professional athletics, specifically, I've been reading some of these articles on the recent mixed martial arts fights. So, there are people who talk shit and they call it gamesmanship or, you know, the mental picture. They're trying to shake the competition and, and scare them into, you know, losing their edge or being intimidated or whatever the fuck. A lot of these people are getting their ass kicked. They're getting knocked the fuck out. The shit talkers of the world. They're getting knocked the fuck out. All right. So... Don't be an asshole, okay? Look at this guy. What's he doing? Underneath that old Lincoln Town car. Fucking, it's been sitting there for ten years, at least. Anyway. You know what I'm saying, man. Don't be an asshole. Don't talk shit. 
because you're going to get smacked around or somebody's going to embarrass you in another way just because you don't know what the hell you're talking about measure twice and cut once you turds you understand that I want everybody to have a great week uh, don't be surprised if there's some crazy stuff that you're going to experience this week with the new mask regulations or lack thereof uh, don't be surprised if this is uh, you know there's some judge try not to be judgmental of other people if somebody's wearing a mask in particular if somebody's wearing a mask then just let them wear a mask I see I've seen a lot of it this this uh, weekend you know especially indoor stuff if you go into a store wear a mask yeah you don't know who these creepos are I'm gonna let this guy in go ahead penis me oh you're the fucking best that's a nice person right there These little one-lane bridges up yonder. You can only pass one person, one car at a time. And so, you know, you blink your lights at them. Let them go. Well, that person, that driver did it to me and let me go. That's such a nice thing to do. Such a nice courtesy to extend. And I gave him a little point. I hold on the top of my... Uh, you know, I, I tend to lean a little bit to the right with my right elbow on my console here in the big Ram, Black Betty, and I got my left hand palm down on the top of the steering wheel, 12 o'clock. This is my local driving posture, right? a little casual, and I'll just point at him, like, thank you, they gave me a peace sign. That's a nice way to be. So... Try not to judge people. Try to be the one that freaking that gives that yields to another human being. What's going to happen if you yield to someone else? You understand them. You demonstrate that 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 um, you're willing to let them go first. You're going to hold a door open for a little old lady or man. You're going to be kind to somebody when they're not necessarily extending that gesture to you completely somebody's having a bad day and you you know give them a little pat on the back give them a little add a girl add a boy a little encouragement somebody's you know needs a leg up you give it to them you help them out It's all we can do, motivators. You understand what I'm saying? It's all we can fucking do. So, all right. With that, I'm going to be heading home, cooking up some salmon tonight. And I'm going to clean that house and get it ready for the, revo- the uh, reunite, reunitement, reunitement. Look forward to our being reunited with our loved ones there. That's something I will say in, in closing. I surely miss these girls, man. They're awesome. And it's not where you are. It's who you're with. They're just, they're us, man. It was kind of boring, if I'm honest, over the weekend, you know. Sleeping alone, uh, you know, around the house, hanging out. Me and Sam had a good time. Momi took care of Momi. Spent some time with her. But, you know, it's a little bit, uh, it's not the same when they're not around. So, 
I believe that the the feeling is mutual. And so as they climb, as they prepare to get on their 9 p.m. flight, probably right about now they're having some dinner, and they're going to get on their flight and pull into friggin' Philly at whatever time. Hopefully get home a little bit earlier than they thought. But we're going to get this place squared away and prepared for their arrival, and we're going to kick this week in the asshole, right? You do the same. Kick this week right in the asshole. Wear a helmet, you fucking dumbass kid. Riding your little quad. Wear a goddamn helmet. 